This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. It's time for Off the Break Podcast, your podcast dedicated to current movie theater news, operations, and insights from the people that book the movies. With me are Kyle and Ken. Hello again. May the force be with you. <laughs> Welcome back, you two. It's not quite that day yet. You talking to me? I don't, I don't see anybody else so you must be talking this. to me Stop the references it. aren't even like a theme anymore it's just yeah. whatever whatever can work i love the smell of napalm in the morning oh my gosh please stop <laughs> all right well we are back from our little hiatus we took a spring break vacation to the desert to you know social distance alone some of us did yeah and it was a harrowing <laughs> experience we left mountains and snow to apparently encounter more snow in southern utah <laughs> so that was not fun there's no place like home Gosh. and um so yeah it was kind of a stressful thing week but so many things happened in that week we were gone we got updates on s fog the shutter venues grant right when you guys left right when we left finally real updates on that and then we got a whole bunch of release schedule changes and, and a lot pol- more came once you guys were back. Yeah, and then policy <laughs> announcements. I'd like barely be begun to like get reorientated with the work and everything going on, and then bam, really schedule changes up the wazoo. I'm gonna take the blame for this one, listeners, people out there, because I got really ambitious on vacation, and oh, I no. was like, "Look at May! Look at these awesome releases!" And this is probably gonna stick. And I put in Black Widow dates. I put in Free Guy, Spiral, Peter Rabbit, and Those Who Wish Me Dead. I pretty much filled up May into Quiet Place and Cruella. I had it all gritted out for multiple clients. I was like, then I then I kind of stopped partway through, and I'm like, no, I should be on vacation. I'm not going to work ahead too much. I'll pick this up when I get back. And then hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That was the best one so far, Ken. This invest in a mass delete button from now on. Like, I thought we were over this changes in the release schedule. I really thought we were past this. I mean, even with or without COVID, there's always going to be a release change. You should know uh, this by yeah, now. Yeah, but the, we went from, like, barely any small occasional changes to, like, these mass just, like, erasing of the schedules. There, and, there was a few good weeks. Oh, my gosh. Cody, now, there's May no- is just... There's no crying in baseball. We know how this works, okay? Oh, I wanted to cry. I was like, not again. Not again. Why did you fool me again, release schedule? <laughs> yeah, every time you get too ambitious, all the all the studios hear about it. I, they must. And They're then like, all oh, of the big changes happen. She's planning on us. She's going to give us <laughs> dates here soon. We better. She never learns. <laughs> never learns. Oh, no. Way oh, to go, Cody. I think we heard her putting it on the schedule. <laughs> Cody, Cody wants to line up all these full, film sheet. companies and... Say hello to my little friend. Vacation yeah. was so good to you that you were like, maybe I can extend things out so far that I won't yeah. have to work for a few more I weeks. I just felt so good about it. I was like, Oof. when I get back, I'm going to like worksheet this out and it's going to be awesome. I'm going to be so far ahead. So positive. I had finally gotten really good sleep. It was warm weather. All the things worked against yeah. me. Relax, sleeping well. And after five days of 
Release date changes. It's time for a martini. Shaken, not stirred. I'm getting a Bahama <laughs> Mama after after this podcast. I'm going tropical. I need me a little sunshine. Let's go back to vacation. Yeah, I'm going back to vacation mode. Snap out of it. We're on a podcast here. Okay. All right. We are. So um, last week, we saw that Sony moved Peter Rabbit out of May into July 2nd. They... <laughs> some of the thought there is they want to capture that 4th of July weekend. And I get it. That's a lucrative weekend. But with all the other changes that then Disney made and stuff after that, they had it like a runway. I mean, they had a clear, a clear shot, multiple weeks, no competition. They could have had a, a family film middle of May that played all the way through June to July. They could have had, they basically, in my mind, gave up six weeks of com- competition-free, um, you know, playtime for one holiday weekend where everybody's going to see Top Gun anyways. No one's going to go to see Peter Rabbit. There's this perfect runway, and they're like, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. <laughs> exactly. Move the release. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I'm really hoping that they come to their senses and move it back because with Luca now going to Disney Plus, which we'll get into later, there's and the only real kids movie is that Spirited Away from Universal. Oh. Spirited, Spirited, Spirited the horse movie. Yes. Spirited Away is the anime right. thing from What's, uh, Spirit, Spirited the horse movie. Untamed something. Sure. Uh, yeah, I think Spirit Untamed. That sounds right. Yeah. It has but that, Spirited Away is something very different. Right. <laughs> but it has the weird animation does have the a little, cg animation yeah that's a bit the too weird, rubbery yeah, yeah it's a little rubbery it doesn't yeah. looks a little cheap but. the original spirit movie was great hand-drawn right. animation good times yeah let's go back to that god how old are you <laughs> <laughs> so young <laughs> <laughs> so young <laughs> this new spirited i'm but a baby reminded me of that um princess sophia tv show where it's like very rubbery and bright colors and like it looks like it should be on streaming i hate to say that but (laughs) well i'm not gonna argue that i really need a kids movie now that apparently peter rabbit which isn't gonna be an excellent animated film is moving to july i mean maybe next week peter rabbit will move to may 7th i mean that'll be better than the may 14th spot anyway right like i (laughs) yeah it's well it's um, one more week of of not having any competition because because all that there has been was the last kids movie was Raya. How long can Raya possibly go? You Sony could have had Peter Rabbit act as the ne- as Croods had. Where Croods had from Thanksgiving Probably. all the way until Tom February. and Jerry. Yeah. yeah. And and it just built and built and built and never really lost steam and had legs as we used to say yeah, in the I industry. Yeah. Mean- springtime you still think of you know bunnies running around on you know whatever adventures they're on but i don't see them going on adventures for fourth of july weekend i don't i don't see that happening no they put it in a three-week period that has 500 million dollar budget movies (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like really crowded what what? we're talking (laughs) so much about peter rabbit now imagine all the other changes that we're gonna go into detail on. well that one just really that one i have a that one's problem with Yeah. yeah That one just didn't, like I said, I feel like they gave up six weeks of playtime for one lucrative weekend. For one. Looks and, that way, especially with these other changes. Yeah. So. Houston, we have a problem. 
Then they moved Venom, Let There Be Carnage, from July tw- or sorry, June 25th to September. That's probably an okay move. It, it, I thought it yeah. was fine in October, and then they moved it up, and now they've moved it kind of back. It so. was a September release the first time around. September, September October, October, I think. Yeah, so yeah. but it's... didn't they move it back to October, and then they moved it up? And... Yeah, they did a bunch of stuff yeah. with it, but that's perfect time for it. Then the man from Toronto, also from Sony, was removed from... September 17th. It's now on set. And In the Heights from Warner Brothers moved um, back a week. Or up a week from 618 to 611. Yeah, which that's that seems fine. I mean, yeah, that's I, a little move. That's a move I'm like, okay, it kind of makes sense. An extra week, I'm sure it'll still play well just as much as, yeah. you know, from a week back. So that, not the end of the world. That was last week's changes. That was while we were on vacation. This week. And then what happened? <laughs> then what happened? Then... Then the massacre really happened. Okay. <laughs> Cry Macho from Warner Brothers is now set on October 22nd. Clint Eastwood Western movie. Yeah. I think be. that October time is about right for Clint Eastwood movie. It just makes yeah. sense. Go ahead, punk. Make my day. Oh, that good timing. <laughs> All right. Um, Wrath of Man from United Artists moved back from April 23rd to May 7th. And what they did was they moved into what had been the Black Widow weekend. But Black Widow moved back to July 9th and is now going day and date with Disney streaming premium. So there will be a premium upcharge. But Black Widow moved back. Now, that one at least is going to be a theatrical. And so you can kind of swallow that one a little bit. It sucks because May, I think, again, Black Widow would have had a a big run into... um, june yeah for that but i can kind of see you know after they think maybe after top gun they're going to be able to come in on it uh for black widow coming yeah. after yeah after yeah that's top probably gun. the case and being day and day on disney plus uh streaming is it will hurt it it just will hurt these grosses mm-hmm. and we saw a definite uh deduction and grosses from raya like fr- because of that disney plus yeah for sure um, premium uh, pricing. Cruella is staying on its weekend on May 28th, but it's now for sure officially day and date with Disney Plus as well. But that's also a premium upcharge. Right. And then they took off Luca that was on June 18th, which was going to be right before um, 4th of July and play into 4th of July. They took that and that is Disney Plus only without a premium upcharge. So similar to what happened with Pixar's Soul, they're doing the yeah. same thing for. I think Luca. they want a subscription boost, but yeah. or they just want to, they maybe want to try to hurt the, the next the next couple weeks, um, box office. I you just never know about their motives. I mean, their motives when they offer something free on streaming could be to hurt the box office. Yeah, which is. Well, obviously, that's just very frustrating if that was the case. But yeah. aside from that reason, like, I agree. I don't really know what else could there be. I mean, with Soul, we were still in, like, the midst of, like, wondering about, like, how a yeah, vaccine's going to come LA about. Because New York and... weren't open. There was no vaccine. Yeah, it, it was w- Christmas time. It made and... sense. But now, New York, LA are open. About 50% of the theaters nationwide are open I mean, across the board, we are, they're open. Capacities are rising. Yeah. More theaters open every day. And by the time June comes around, more people will be vaccinated. Everything was like gaining in the right direction. I'm, and 
they took out the family market, which is the most lucrative market right now. That's yeah. the market going. The old people are not going. Couples aren't going. But mm-hmm. ki- people with family are going right now. And I mean, box office revenue, I would say, like, the number one reason why people can make so much money is because of, like, families going to mm-hmm. the theaters. So it's kind of a double-edged sword where, like, these studios who want their streaming services to work are targeting the family demographics. But at the same time... They're the ones going to theaters right now. And you probably could be able to get more money from them going to theaters over, you know, these premium prices or even just these normal streaming prices of, what, $10 a month? Yeah. Yeah, If you told me in 2019 that Disney was going to hurt the box office, possibly on purpose, we are not in Kansas anymore. Oh, yeah. Well... Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Wrath of Man moved into the May 7th spot to take over for where Black Widow was. Trailer for that is coming on Monday, and there are uh, yep. digital posters available for social media posting. Yep. So. so check out the website. We do finally have a one sheet for that. Um, and then separation from Briarcliff moved from the 23rd to the 30th, so back one week. Um, that's a horror film, and the trailer is out now, and you can also check that out on Silver Screen Insider. Perfect. Spiral from Lionsgate moved up a week from the 21st to the 14th. So they took over that Peter Rabbit spot. That makes sense. Middle of May. They're going to have a long run. There's not, they're going to get a couple weeks in before um, Quiet Place. So yeah, there, I think that was really smart. They probably could have even moved up to the 7th and had three good weeks before, you know, while it, theater exclusive mm-hmm. and then gone, um, streaming or whatever they were going to do when quiet place came out so that i think they can there's room to move up one more week there whether they will or not at this point i don't know but i think there's room to move on that sure i mean no matter what it's going to be good for theaters and imagine if lionsgate has like a really big marketing push for this thing and with theaters also helping out however they can market this movie mm-hmm. i mean it, you sell you know a saw spin-off but it has like chris rock starring in it yeah. of all people like imagine like Imagine a, the curiosity that could really in a drama benefit from you. That's like a scary thriller. Yeah, it's a good role for him. I oh think. yeah, when I it's something so different. When I heard this was announced. It was show me the money. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, like I'm I'm definitely very curious about this one. I'm happy that it's gonna still be playing very soon. Yep. In the Earth uh, from Neon moved from 4:30 to 4:23. So there's been a little repositioning in April on some of these smaller titles. Yeah. Bios from Universal moved from August 13th to August 20th, so back a week. Just another little reposition. I think, um, didn't they move off the 13th to accommodate because Free Guy moved on to the 13th? That's probably why. Yeah. And then the Tomorrow War from Paramount was removed from July 23rd, and it's now on set. And I believe that's the Mark Wahlberg action movie? Yeah. Chris Pratt, I thought. Oh, it's Chris Pratt. Okay, yeah. I'm thinking of something else then. Um, yeah, that one, outside of now knowing it has Chris Pratt in it, <laughs> I have no idea what it's about, and I'm hoping that Paramount didn't sell it. I don't... Yeah, I'm I'm sure it's, this is a production issue. Might uh, be. It's Paramount, so... But you never know. <laughs> we're we're going to say it's a production issue. Yeah. To At make ourselves point. feel better. <laughs> um, as far as more Disney changes, I talked about Free Guy moving out of May, which is a bummer because, again, I think Free Guy still being kind of family-friendly would have really, like... Where we had it before, we had a big movie with Black Widow. And then we, a couple weeks later, had 
Peter Rabbit, and then we had Free Guy and Spiral, and it was just the momentum was growing. It looked, May looked really good for the release schedule. Yeah. And looked normal. <laughs> and then Sony had to go and move Peter Rabbit, and then Disney had to go and just machete all of May up. So they moved Free Guy out of May into August. I guess that will work okay. We'll have to see how how the end of the summer goes. I think part of that movement might have been because of Europe and South America, just their virus caseloads being so bad and restrictions still kind of be strong in those markets that that might be that might be an an issue yeah and i think disney is going to like have this still be like a theatrical only release so they're wanting to make sure like this worldwide movie with ryan reynolds can yeah, really sell because that's in the u.s that's not really not going to work on disney plus so no and we've talked about that last podcast i think we've yeah. brought that up before um but yeah i i i think from these fox moves they're still going to be planning on having them be theatrical releases probably because mm-hmm. of contracts they can't break so hopefully i mean hopefully you never know but that's just my assumption yeah then the king's man moved from um the 13th of august and to <laughs> december 22nd i really think disney doesn't know what to do with that one they it's so frustrating it's so i mean this movie has been done for like two years now it's just yeah. been bumped on the release schedule so many times it got caught up in the disney fox merger and it just has never been like released it's just crazy to me yeah i mean i don't know if the christmas i don't know if it being on christmas is the smartest idea we'll have to wait and see like i feel like they just the rest of the year how things shape up do but... they just not have a christmas title at all I mean, what? I guess not. I, I I'm not really sure now. I mean, I think they still have a Marvel movie coming out in November, but Do I don't they know have if that'll Thor? be Thor. Eternals. They or have, Eternals. It's Eternals. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they have Eternals floating around somewhere. I think that is the November one then. So I wonder if maybe. So they needed a Christmas title, but I, I mean, guess, they could... but I just don't see that working as well as what mm-hmm. we've seen before with like February releases or September releases, even. Yeah. What was this, August? Even August wouldn't have been too bad. This could have been done in May. I mean, r- realistically, this could this would work just as good now. If- the the buildup from April to May that we had two weeks ago right. was as good as it gets. The stuff that dreams are made of. <laughs> um, Disney also moved a film called Deep Water from um, August 13th. They had a lot of movies on August 13th to January 14th. So... They had, um, they had doubled up too much, so, so there had to have been some movement. And then they yeah, moved, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm walking here. <laughs> then they moved Death on the Nile um, from September of 21 to February of 22. And this, I have a feeling, has a lot to do with all the controversy surrounding Army Hammer. I mean, he's their romantic lead in that, and he is being portrayed as a psychopath in the media right now. So that yeah. probably would not work. Yeah, Army Hammer's not having a good year lately. Um, I don't know no. what to make of that stuff, but I, I do think that... This could that be a part of why it's pushed it. out so much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, it wasn't something that I really thought of either, but. I see dead people. <laughs> you think he's a dead man walking? <laughs> <laughs> if you want more information on that, Google Army Hammer. 
yeah. Yeah, Twitter feed. Yeah, we're <laughs> not going to get into that, but there is quite some stuff involving him. That's uh, some of it's very wild. It's and some of it's this very movie, sad. and it's a good movie. It's an ensemble cast. There's more than just him in it, but yeah, he's so toxic right now that I. I can see that moving again. <laughs> I have to think that in a couple of months, like people will forget about this because there's always something else right. weird happening anyway. Just give it some time. Yeah. So they're probably just, it can move again. But I think by the time February rolls around, like that won't be too much of a big deal. They probably won't show them that much, but yeah. it won't be too much of a big deal. So what do we do for booking strategies in April and May now? Good question. Well, May was going to be our ramp up into, you know, more normal summer and that's just going to get pushed back now to june so you're just going to have a lot of weekend only locations uh restricted show times that sort of thing you're not you're just not going to open up operations in april or may now like you hope to do before so it's going to be a lot of how you're operating currently and um you know with one maybe if you're lucky new movie a week in that month Mm -hmm. Theaters are going to have to go out there with all they got and just win one for the Gipper for the next two months. The Gipper? Yeah. What's that? Newt Rockney? The All-American? I don't know what that is. Wait, maybe that is <laughs> that, one, that but... one flew over my head yeah. a little too. What? Win one for the Gipper? <laughs> uh, the speech from Rudy? No, I'm not familiar with oh, that one as much. Oh my gosh. No, no. I mean, yeah. It's what still... we have here is a failure to communicate. <laughs> yeah, we do. We're going to have a lot of people coming after us with that one. I mean, despite like all the Disney movements in May, like I'm still am a bit hopeful for it just because of things like Wrath of Man and Spiral and A Quiet Place 2. Yeah. It's I... not all is not completely no. lost with May, but it, it, it was really disheartening for Disney to have like these changes happen for right. sure. Right. I think Spiral will be a good choice. Obviously, May the best most lucrative weekend will be the end of may when when you have quiet place two and cruella that's true that's really gonna start be the start where black widow could have been the start in early may and built now you're gonna have to start with quiet place and cruella and build from there into june and then hopefully um by top gun which is the the most requested movie i really think that that's going to be huge and in july that is definitely still our most requested film people are interested in what that's doing on the release schedule i that's a true anchor of this summer is that movie yeah and i feel like paramount kind of realizes it too so it almost makes me think that well i don't want to speak into existence now but i feel like they will stay hold knock on wood knock on (laughs) Knock on wood for sure, but I hope I didn't jinx that. But I, I yeah, I feel the need, the need for <laughs> speed. There we go. <laughs> that one I know. It's not the wrong movie though. It is, but it's Paramount, so I took it. I took okay. the chance. All right. The Quiet Place. There wasn't a whole lot of talking in it. No. No. Yeah, give us a quote from that one, Ken. John Good. John Krasinski. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite. I do have a favorite line from the original Top Gun, but I don't think it's appropriate for the podcast <laughs> <laughs> to yell at a kid every once in a while. Is it in safe? A, in, a, in just, an opportune time. Just go rewatch the movie and you'll piece it yeah. together. Goose is such a good character. It's Here's true. Johnny. Oh, God. Okay. All right. So I'm just going to keep throwing them out there if you no, do stop. these non It would be nice if you added to this as a booker what your booking strategies would be. There in is nothing to book (laughs) it's it's just like we were dealing with in february we had to wait for tom and jerry and then picked up with raya and chaos walking and in some places boogie did great yeah and we had all this 
to go off of. And now we're in a desert again. Yep. <laughs> I mean, feast we, or famine. We were in now the what? we were in the oasis, and <laughs> yeah. it dried up, and now we're back in the desert again, walking to our next drink of water. Which is because, funny because you guys were in Utah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The irony. The irony of that. There's more water in Utah while we were there than there is in this release <laughs> On schedule. The release slate. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I th- I think May's going to be more of a struggle because than right now is because we like ken said we have had that momentum and those surprise hits like tom and jerry actually was a surprise hit and it's done really well it's upheld really well the terms are great you're making money off of it raya was a little disappointing but it's still bringing in the family crowd which is lucrative for the concession stand so that's all been really good um April we'll we'll have Mortal Kombat and that's not gonna be too bad. And then there's a few other titles there in the end of the month. Yeah. Um, we've shown reasonable grosses for right. the time that we're operating in. If you build it, they will come. Like we're allowed to open. <laughs> if you play it, they will show up. Exactly. So um but May is gonna be a little bit more challenging. In that um, I feel like the titles aren't as strong until you get to the end of the month. And it's really just trying to to get to there, to, to that end of the month. Now, the Academy Award titles, which um, normally are like kind of February bread and butter, January, February stuff, they're, they're just not working for us this year. They're very weak. No Man Land is winning all these awards, but theatrically, it really underperformed for us, even for an upscale title with such positive you know like reviews and stuff so that that one's not doing great minari which is getting also getting a lot of positive publicity and reviews it's just that one is a a tough sell in a lot of our markets it's just also not something that we can it has really great terms though so i've been really trying to put it in places it's just it's just you got to be careful, you know. The art crowd isn't out and about right now. They're not. They're they're older. They're upscale, so they usually have more means, and they're they're staying home. And that's so the Academy Award stuff's not unless it captures a cultural thing like Parasite did last year, where it, it went beyond just the Academy audiences. It just it's not doing anything for us. I think everybody's schedule's thrown off too because. We got nominations in March, and we're going to have awards in April, and that's yeah. that's a, such weird timing that I don't think it's just on anybody's mind. And usually every year, there's always one or two films not only have cultural impact, but just uh, commercial um, viability to them. I mean, 1917, Green Book, those are, yeah. they were Oscar contenders, but they were a bit more commercial. They weren't mm-hmm. as artsy as like a nomad land is right now or the rest right. of this year's films for that matter yeah the only one that worked for us commercially was promising young woman that one actually yeah. performed for us and yeah and that one i think is one you could if you're if you haven't played it pick up and and get some get some traction off that but i would just wait i just wait to see what actually wins and pick those up because right now yeah there's not enough buzz there's not enough promotion of the nominees so I think you just have to wait to see what wins and then and then pick that up from there. Yeah, I would agree with that too. And if it's Nomadland, I don't know what to tell you. I think it's for prom- be tough. for Promising Young Woman, maybe try and hope that Carrie Mulligan wins. Carrie Mulligan or adapted screen pl- or no, original screenplay. I think it's nominated for that. Um one of those two, ho- hopefully you can bank yeah. off of that. And I did uh 
I have breaking news for the podcast today. Ooh, breaking news. I haven't used that one in a while. Yeah. I uh, talked to the salesperson at Netflix. They are going to be offering a combo drive of all their nominated films. Ooh. For this year's okay. nominated yes. films? Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is a first for Netflix to offer a combo of anything. Yeah. Taking advantage of the market, I yeah. guess. And the terms were way more than reasonable. Oh. Which is awesome. That's terrific. Good. So yeah. what are some of their nominees? Like Mank? And- Mank uh, and... Uh, Ma Ramey's Black Bottom. That was for Best them. Actor. Um, right. Oh, Seven. Chicago Seven yeah. is the Ooh, other Best yeah. Picture. Aaron Sorkin's so movie. Right. those two and then, yeah. That's not a bad... No. it's it, it works and there's no print count. Right. <laughs> That's my favorite <laughs> part of this time of year is like, oh, yeah, we'll take it. I mean, how many places do we have? How many places added Parasite after it got oh, announced last year? Yeah. A thousand. They had three people on staff yeah. over at Neon. It was like we were just shoveling dirt on their on their <laughs> coffin. It was like there was no way. We were getting confirmations back Friday afternoon yeah. for Friday bookings. Yeah. <laughs> just hoping that it was going to be good. Yeah. And it played well. I mean, that was it was a different time when we could count on these films but yeah it's nice that they've all worked with us on terms we've seen everything's been very reasonable for these contenders mm-hmm. i mean we were just saying like this year's crop isn't that great to play but i mean with netflix offering that like you got you still have to try and take the shot yeah it's just it's just tough yes i mean you have the screens you have the room it's especially in a bigger complex you have the room but it's it's like do I play something that I really risk not having anybody show up to as harsh as that sounds? We've had even, you know, like good films like Raya have no shows at certain times. Like, do you put something in there that legitimately could have a no show and, and incur the cost of like heating, electrical operations, labor, you know, payroll, all that incur that cost for that showtime and have no butts in seats. And that's, coming to the realization that sometimes a dark screen is better than just throwing something up on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. You do make a good point for that. And that's the, what we've had to weigh Mm -hmm. so many times on these bookings. And it's hard because at the one time, on the one hand, you're begging the film companies for product. You're like, please, we need something. We needed a black widow in May. And on the other hand, you're like, but I don't want just anything. It's got to put butts in seats. And and that balancing act is really hard yeah. right now. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Closer. So <laughs> that's kind of the it for the booking strategies. A lot of the same, you know, limit operations, pick and choose very carefully what films you bring in. And I don't think you're going to be able to rely on Academy stuff as much, although a lot of it is available and terms are good. So just be careful with it because you don't want to, you don't want to have any no shows. Um, and there's, you know, just hope that the thing, the films stick in June mm-hmm. so we can start this momentum. I just, I feel like it's a race and the starting line keeps getting pushed further and further down. And then we just kind of have to walk to it and get ready. And then it moves again on us. And it's just, it's frustrating. Yeah. Well, I mean, if your theater, if anyone out there, if your theater does decide to play these Netflix movies, and if you can... SilverScreenInsider.com does have uh, some assets for those Netflix movies we like do. Ma Rainey's and Trial of Chicago 7. And that could be a good start in case you do want to try and play them during the Oscar season. Use that for right. like advertisements possibly. Hopefully we can get more. We'll see about Benari, that. Benari, we've got 
assets for yep. Nomadland. We have assets Promising for... Promising Young Woman, too. A lot of mm-hmm. uh, awards assets from the Focus features, especially. Oh, so. they, they were good to us. That was that. a perfectly fit-in plug, Kyle. <laughs> Here's looking at you, kid. I'll take that one, because it was a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, it is, Kyle. I think you're completely right. We On SilverScreenInsider.com, we do have a lot of these assets for these smaller titles, and it's definitely a benefit because those that's hard you know finding that stuff out there is really a challenge right now it's nice and convenient to have it in one spot yeah totally so what are we going to do about money how are we going to make the moolah if there's no movies coming out uh how are we going to do it cody because i sure don't know how we're gonna get clueless we're gonna get a ppp loan and then we're gonna get an svog loan like both of them Yes, we're going to get both. We can do both now. We're taking it all. We're taking it all. Greed, for lack of a better word, good. is good. Good. So, <laughs> PPP, you can get your second draw of PPP, and um, that can work as like a little bridge funding into the SVOG. While we were gone, we found out that SVOG applications are going to be, the portal will open on April 8th, so... Mark your calendars, April eighth. Get all your all your documents ready. This they're, is this is it, people. They're totally listening to this podcast. They knew you guys were gonna leave, and they knew when yeah. to drop that. I I I'm I'm officially on board with that. I'm gonna uh, blame theory. NATO. They needed they needed it because they knew we were better at the podcast <laughs> explaining what's going on than they were. Shots fired. Fired. Uh, anyway, keep going. Okay, so. Um, yes, applications April eighth. The portal will be up and running let's all cross our fingers that this is like it now that's just when the applications can start to be submitted that's not an awards date or anything like that so with the way that the whole application process is taken to build and get going i can't imagine how long it's going to take to actually get the money but this is the step in the right direction so ppp loan uh, application deadlines were extended through the um I think the end of March or into April. I think it was the end of March. They were extended. No, it was past that. So I think it's end of April now that you can apply for PPP. Okay. And um, so you, so if you haven't, definitely apply for that. Get a little bit of funding. You just deduct that PPP amount from what you apply for for SVOG. So if your loan for S or your grant for SVOG is a hundred thousand and you get ten thousand PPP. Subtract it, and you're applying for ninety thousand. All these acronyms flying around. We've got a classic "Who's on first situation uh, going on. Here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, I did get uh, to see a preliminary form of what the grant uh, application is going to look like. A lot of it is just yes or no questions on eligibility. Um, you know, like, are you a corporation, a partnership, an LLC? Are you applying because you're a live venue operator, theatrical producer? They kind of pigeonhole you into one of these categories. So we would all be motion picture theater operator. Um, and then after they go through that, they have some specific questions, uh, about uh, how you plan to, apply or apply the money so they have a kind of a pre-proposed budget so have an idea about payroll costs that you want to spend with this grant rent payments utility payments scheduled mortgage payments um any debt payments on indebtedness incurred in the ordinary course of business prior to 2020 because remember if you took on a loan say to reseat the theater 
before February of 2020, you can use SVOG to help service that loan, um, and that debt. So this, um, this, this is so much more helpful than PPP. Any expenditures that you had for worker protection, so all the plexiglass expenditures, all the like mask stuff that you've had, hand sanitizer, all the employee training, all of that stuff you can write off. So get your receipts going for that. Um, any payments to independent contractors. So if you happen to have a film buyer <laughs> and you're behind on their payments. We'll just gloss do, over that. Do not leave them out of this. <laughs> Or you're listening to the podcast and you're ready to re-up or add a new subscription to yep. Silver Screen Insider. Now's the time. Now's Let's the time. Get yeah. that check and get it done. Um, and then any other ordinary and necessary business expenses that may include supplies or equipment. So don't forget that your concessions, your janitors, all of those secondary services in your complex. You are able to use SVOG for all of those. Um, any administrative costs, including lo state and local taxes and fees. So yay, property taxes. You can use SVOG for that. Um, any operating leases in effect as of 2-15-2020. So if, you have, if you're behind on some lease payments, you can use that. Insurance payments, advertising, production, transportation, any travel expenses. Apparently you can use SVOG for it. Although who has any? We didn't go anywhere. We <laughs> Wasn't were all, everything shut down? We were all Remember stuck in our homes. <laughs> The two weeks everyone was trapped. I feel trapped. like they're mocking us with that, with that one. <laughs> they're like, hey, wouldn't it be fun if we added this in? Oh, I'm yeah. just going to do it anyway. And then any capital expenditures related to producing a theatrical live performing production may not be the primary use of the funds. So um, so keep that idea for a budget in mind. Uh, I don't think you have to stick to this. It's not set in stone. I think they just want a preliminary idea of what you're going to do. They also want you to fill out what your fiscal year 2019 each month revenue was and then get in 2020 and then the current year to date of what you have. So have that monthly revenue broke down because it is, it looks like it's uh, monthly here on this sheet. Right. Um, and then unfortunately it's a lot more yes, no questions. And then if you say yes to any of these then you have to produce the documents um so i would really go back and check that uh sba svog grant checklist documents checklist um yep. we'll have we have it on ssi you can also get it from the svog grant site on sba but check that because the, that document list pretty much mirrors what's in this application they really if you have permanent fixed seating or an, a dedicated auditorium they are going to want a floor layout they're going to want to know to know that you have you know 75 percent revenue loss so they want tax returns they want any contracts that you have to show that um that you contract out for say your your film rental dues and stuff like that your film rental. They also are going to want any um, websites, social media pages, and advertising you do to show your show times. So, in I would from now until until then, I would be taking screenshots of any past social media pages that had show times, any um, any printed 
ads that you did, um, all of that stuff. Uh, I'm sure your website has changed multiple times since then. So you probably can't if, unless you can go back and somehow screenshot like in the way back, the Google way back thing. But oh, I would just, point. I would just take screenshots of your sites. Um, you will have to give them URLs to all the sites and the social media pages. So keep those on hand for that. Um, but you know, just inundating them with documents isn't a bad thing either. And, and a bunch of screenshots showing that you do have show times, ticket prices, that sort of thing, I think will be very helpful. Get the proof. Yeah. Get the proof. And it's pretty simple. I think there's, um, like maybe 40 questions and, and there's only like a couple that really actually apply to theater operators. So, so the 40 questions are for all of the, the whole application, but the ones that really only apply are the first few about if you're eligible for the application. And then there's like two or three about um, being a movie theater operator. I don't think that film buyers are going to be able to, to get in on this. Unfortunately, after looking at the application, they, and the questions they ask, I don't think it's going to work for film buyers, but um, it definitely works for movie theater owners and operators. And indoor movie theaters. Indoors, and <laughs> yes. I should big say, distinction, yeah. Big distinction. You're not allowed to do drive-ins unless for some reason you have permanently affixed seating and can prove it in a site plan. So if you have permanently affixed bleachers or bleachers in the back of the drive-in that are so cumbersome you might not be able to move it there that's a really great area of wiggle room but i don't think your drive-ins are allowed for it do you think there is like one drive-in theater out there but instead of cars it's just like old high school bleachers like for some reason their high school took out oh yeah the old bleachers and then they were like well i guess we'll take it like do you think that there could be some of that I maybe mean, i don't know did i struck did i strike a gold mine maybe <laughs> a new a new ssi like expense um venture maybe is that it for svog updates yeah yeah okay. just get do all you wanna, your stuff do you want to stretch and give a woo because <laughs> <laughs> we we're, finally have so information close. and forms and yeah what was that Woo-woo. i'll have what she's having <laughs> i'm a woo girl i'm a cool mom and a woo girl <laughs> I'm cool. I swear. <laughs> so, My kids love me. <laughs> so yeah, that's awesome. Uh, NATO is going to, not NATO, S- SBA will be doing a how-to webinar, I think, um, on the 30th or the 31st. We'll post a, a note, an announcement about it on yeah. SSI and on our social media links with a link to register for that webinar. But SBA will be doing a how-to application webinar that everybody should probably be um, signing up for and going through. Just, you know, just make sure but the whole process is relatively straightforward we just want everybody to be on it yep there's nothing extra you need beyond what you have running your business it's elementary my dear watson um and then perfect and then there was just you know some interesting news cineworld which is the parent company of regal and Warner Brothers announced that they're doing a 45-day windowing deal. So it really looks like we're going to coalesce around this 45-day window, which I'm really happy for. Like that's, I really thought it was going to be, you know, less, less. much less. after Universal <laughs> and AMC came out with their 21-day mm-hmm. window. I was like, oh no, we're never going to see 30, and that was my lowest goal. Um, I, but I was very hoping for 45 day window Yeah, and it looks like that's where we're going to get And but that, that windowing deal doesn't start till 2022. 
Right. After they're done with this 2021 I bet it'll thing start with, with Dune. Max. <laughs> I, I bet it'll so. start with Dune. No, when I saw oh, good. 45 yeah. Days for Warner Brothers and Paramount, my mm-hmm. precious, <laughs> my precious window. I know. It's coming. It's do you, coming back. Do you think Universal's about to follow the same thing? Do you think they're like, eh, everyone else is doing 45. Maybe we'll I mean, bump there's, it up to There's that no too. collusion in the film industry except for DCI and getting rid <laughs> yeah. of the Paramount decrees and yeah. how everybody's uh, classics come in at 35% or no collusion there. Everything <laughs> yeah. way above board. No, but I mean. So you're saying there's a chance. Um, <laughs> Kyle's trying yeah. one. Forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. I don't. I don't think that this means that they're going to move away necessarily from um, day and dating. I just think yeah. that what it does is it offers the opportunity on big films like, like they could have done Godzilla on a 45 day window, and probably been great at it in a normal year so i think it just gives them that that opportunity on actually on good films so um we'll have to see how that goes but if we get a window seize the day boys make your lives <laughs> extraordinary <Yeah. laughs> suicide squad is that this year or next year it is this year so it i wish it was under the 45 day window it would be i mean that would be perfect for it um yeah maybe dune. to uh, dune? dune dune <laughs> with <Yeah>. a d <laughs> maybe that could be the exception um heck even Mortal combat would have been great I yeah found, space jam i found Ooh, myself yeah. not as excited for this trailer after watch uh, the film after watching the trailer only because I saw the Mortal Kombat trailer three weeks ago. Ooh. Well, let's get into <laughs> yeah. it. A trailer roundup. A trailer Suicide time. Squad trailer dropped today, Friday. Yeah. Uh, you can check it out, you know, at SilverScreenInsider.com. Everything's just there that you'll need. It is. It's just it's there. crazy. We have a trailer. It's awesome. Um, I watched the trailer and I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I, kind of with Ken, I think I really liked the Mortal Kombat trailer more. It got me more jazzed. Sure. Maybe it was more of the blood cloud splatters but i was just like Whoo, a lot more from whoo. that than in this, this one which even this one had quite a few you know what i my favorite part of this suicide squad trailer was i really liked john cena's character i felt that his comedic timing in the trailer was great yeah that totally his weird looking character is in it like a captain america knockoff situation yeah like he thinks he's captain america but he's actually doing like evil stuff but yeah. he thinks it's for like the good of america or something liberty yeah yeah i hit I, I love that angle. It yeah. came out really funny in the trailer and it was a red band trailer. So there was, there was some dirty Blood jokes, and dirty jokes. It and was swearing. So it was more of a dirty joke, like swear trailer. There was with a little bit of blood. Mortal Kombat was all violent, violent and blood, blood and organs yeah. ripping out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, I think Mortal Kombat is going to be what we call like a harder R, but just, purely off violence and gore like pure violence right intense violence this will be an r because of language and dirty jokes and that sort of thing and i think you feel the difference in the trailers that way definitely i mean this is it's going to be guardians of the galaxy with the r rating and that's exactly what Warner bros wanted oh my gosh that's what they wanted since 2015 or 16 when the first one came out and yeah. they had no idea what they were doing no with it. this one the, just the dialogue in general was so much better. The yeah. jokes landed. They were funny. Yeah. What did it say from the legendary and crude director of <laughs> James Guardians Gunn. of the... Or yeah. from, from the James mind Gunn. Yeah. of... Yeah. The, the crude mind of James Gunn. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. It was really funny. Was awesome. 
And Harley Quinn's great. She looks like she's in form, but I liked the shark guy. Like, yeah, the shark. He's I'm like nom by, nom, and he eats the guy. He's voiced by Sylvester so Stallone. He's Yo, be- Adrian. <laughs> Perfect pairing. Yeah. No, he's gonna be the next. Well, Groot. The next Groot, but maybe not for kids necessarily. But yeah. it'll be about the same thing. There'll be plenty of people that will like it just as much. Yeah. You're well, gonna eat lightning. And you're gonna crap thunder. <laughs> But uh, did anyone else watch the separation trailer? Yes, I I watched it, and I didn't. I don't really like horror movies, so those trailers are already hard for me to watch. But the idea that a mother is coming back somehow in demonic form to, like, I don't know, terrorize not only her child but her husband was just that was too much for me. I was like, no, thank you. Yeah, I read the synopsis before watching, it and it was something on the lines of uh, a father and daughter lose like their mom. And I'm like, well, there could be something there. And then I see that she's returning as like a demon clown type thing. And I'm like, "Uh, you got me out of it. I don't think that's the, that's a pairing that doesn't quite work. And I'm sure, I'm sure there's going to be some scene where it's like, well, you see, we found this ancient book to where someone's mom dies. They turn to a clown, you know, something like that. And, it's gonna be i don't think it's gonna work it's kind gonna of, be dumb kind of like <laughs> yeah. the premise of the original suicide squad where they found a book and she turned into a ghost oh demon. my gosh it's exactly <laughs> like that <laughs> i can write movies except, too see? except with a five million dollar budget instead right. of a 500 million dollar budget <laughs> yeah that's no, exactly yeah that's it just perfect. looks like um a low-grade horror film yeah and those do great i mean those you just they're just a quick you have a built-in audience yeah. for those those are and it two comes week minimum co- maybe a third week and you're excited that i gotta yeah. keep it gotta play it an extra week and uh-huh. it lasted two weeks and done on that yeah uh, but it does come after unholy so mm-hmm. we are in before uh quiet place so you are in spiral so you are gonna get a healthy dose of horror films for the for april and may so. exactly what we were looking so for So you're gonna get unholy and then you're going to get separation at the end of the month. And then you're going to get um, spiral. And then you're going to get uh, quiet place. At least April will be like the setup for the horror movies. So then when May mm-hmm. comes with spiral and quiet place, they'll be like, all right, all right. I'm ready for the, I'm ready for the big leagues now. I'm yeah. ready, for, ready you know, for, I'm ready for something new from the horror film. So well, yeah. if unholy doesn't get that horror fan, then separation might get them. And if separation right. doesn't get them, Spiral covers I think it, everyone. I think it's so for sure. the rating. Is separation going to have PG-13 or is it going to be an R? Um, Do we know yet? I don't think we know quite yet. I'm going to guess it's PG-13. Because Unholy is PG-13. Yeah. And I yep. feel like that actually works in its favor. That And Spiral is just such a big franchise that yeah, it's going to it can pull in more. And mm-hmm. obviously the Chris Rock, Samuel L. Jackson angle. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. awesome. For sure. For sure. Well, I think that covered everything, right? We caught up on the last two weeks. Uh, Excuse me. Um, I did not regale you with our harrowing tale of being stuck on the interstate for four hours in snow (laughs) with two children, five and seven. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are like, I pray for you. It was... (laughs) Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Yeah. I hope you yelled that as you entered the snowstorm. (laughs) It was... Very little snow. Wait in the car. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it was an epic wait. If you live anywhere where there's snow, this is the least amount of snow you can get. And to there shut were, things down. There we were, were accidents what? everywhere. Trucks yeah. turned over, cars in ditches, a semi-trailer ripped in half. Yeah. And it, it was it was literally a half an inch of snow. <laughs> it was no, I would say it was like a hand depth. So, you know, like four inches maybe of slushy wet snow. No, yeah. but they had snow plows that were out working. Yeah. I don't get it. Poor Southern Utah. They don't know how to drive. It's just all I can say. There's just so many cars in the ditch and they closed down a section of the interstate and we got caught in that. But luckily, luckily we don't give our kids iPads very often. We loaded them up with brand new games just for this trip and just for an emergency. (laughs) And we had, when the snow started to fly, we got off at this little town, you know, like went to the bathroom, got dinner, brought the iPads out and we got stopped on the interstate 10 miles outside this little town. You're like, perfect. Like, I don't even think the boys noticed. Oh, no way they it did. It was me. It was me. It was like torture. I don't do well sitting in a line. Yeah. I don't do well. I'm not patient. I'm not a patient person. It was four hours. I was like, okay, I can do one hour. Weren't then, able to fix your uh, scheduling of all the movies that got moved? No. <sighs> no. I Nothing to do. I couldn't do anything. I had to play games on my phone until you know they required you to pay money. And then I was like, God, this game's gone. <laughs> I tried a new one, like Solitaire, and then all of a sudden Solitaire needed me to buy coins to keep moving on. I'm like, oh, Solitaire's gone. What did they do to Solitaire? What happened to free games on your phone that you could just play? You should just more. You should have just brought a deck of cards. Do it on your lap somehow, I guess. But yeah, <laughs> I should have. That was that's a good idea. Emergency deck of cards, Kyle. I'm yeah, keep it in the truck. There now. you go. Nobody puts baby in the corner or the passenger seat of a pickup truck. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Ken was stressed out because he's like, she's gonna blow. She is going to freak out. He wasn't out stressed by down. the weather or by the traffic or like, the conditions. No, Love tic- means never having to say you're sorry. <laughs> it was a ticking time bomb sitting right next to him that he was like, we're all going to die. He's just <laughs> yelling out the window, please get this moving. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and everybody else was losing it. I saw a guy get out of his car, go to the side of the road. I'm like, oh, great. He's going to go to the bathroom in front of everybody. No, he just built a snowman in the snow and i'm like oh buddy i know we're all there we're all losing it do do you want the truth about how i felt about you in the car yeah you can't handle the truth (laughs) (laughs) and that's where i'm gonna do my plug because i was too perfect uh thank you everyone for listening to this episode of the off the break podcast you can find us on all podcast platforms and over at silverscreeninsider.com and be sure to check out that website if you are needing marketing materials to promote the upcoming movies for your movie theater we got a whole lot of information got a whole lot of assets for a lot of past and future movies coming out so uh, head over there if you need that sort of marketing assistance check out the announcements for the sba checklist make sure you get all your documents in order april 8th is going to come by really quick oh yeah oh yeah rosebud (laughs) bye everyone (laughs) 